You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome, Giants fans. You are listening to the Valentine's Views podcast here on Big Blue View Radio, part of the SB Nation family of podcasts. I'm your host, Ed Valentine. Today's show will be a quick one for you. We're going to cover just a couple of topics. First, we're going to talk to Alan Kenny of SB Nation's Oklahoma Sooners website, The Crimson and Cream Machine. We'll be talking to Alan about Kyler Murray, the Heisman Trophy winning quarterback who recently declared for the NFL draft, about his NFL prospects and his potential fit with the New York Giants. At the end of the show, I will also give you my predictions for this weekend's AFC and NFC championship games. Okay, as I promised you, this is going to be a quick show, so let's get right to my interview with Alan Kenny regarding Kyler Murray. Okay, Giants fans, I'm joined now by Alan Kenny of SB Nation's Oklahoma website, Crimson and Cream Machine. Alan also runs his own podcast called Blatant Homerism. And Alan joins us to uh, talk about this week's favorite topic around the NFL, and that would be the decision by Kyler Murray to enter the NFL draft. Alan, how you doing today? Oh, man, I can't complain, Ed. Thanks a lot for having me on. Hey, no problem. So, you know, we let's get right into this with, with Kyler Murray. I assume that there was really no surprise on, on your end or anyone's end, you know, from the Oklahoma side that Murray did, you know, in the end, you know, decide to, to put his name in for the NFL draft. No, no real surprise, Ed. Uh, you know, uh, for a while, you know, I guess there was some thought that maybe he would entertain uh, coming back to school just to maybe kind of increase his leverage um, going forward. But uh, I think at the end of the day, it just it just didn't make any sense to come back. Uh, you know, he can do he can kind of accomplish that same same goal by uh, putting his name into the NFL draft. And uh, we'll see where it goes from here. So, we, you know, we see the highlights. We see, you know, that, that Murray won the Heisman Trophy. We see him, you know, running all over the place, you know, in, in games. And yet there's there's so much question about Kyler Murray as an NFL quarterback. I had a, a scout that I respect say to me that the guy is so small he can sleep in a sock. <laughs> um, so, the, so the question is... Y- You've watched Murray, you know, for a year. Do you believe that his skill set and what he does at the college level, is that sustainable or transferable 
to the NFL? Yeah, it, I mean, it is a great question, and it's one that I mean, I I always worry about the size when it comes to guys like that. I mean, I had this—I would have said the same thing about uh, Baker Mayfield, honestly, coming out of uh, Oklahoma last year. So, you know, I mean, you worry about things like can he see over the line? Can he see in the pocket? Or, you know, how likely is it that uh, his throws are going to be getting tipped or batted at the line? And on top of that, just his size in general, how can he handle the, uh, you know, kind of physical punishment? A guy like that, uh, you know, he's, he w- he's very good at protecting himself for the most part. Uh, very good at sliding, not surprisingly, given his, uh, you know, uh, skills on the baseball paths. But, uh, you know, good at, at avoiding really the big hits and still being able to make, uh, you know, major, uh, you know, kind of big, gain those big chunk plays. But I think that, uh, you know, I, I think that the questions about his ability to, uh, you know, transfer all those skills over to the NFL are, are very legitimate. Now, uh, you don't also see uh you know quarterback prospects with his athleticism his arm strength his quickness his speed um you know out there very very often so you know is it worth a risk i mean you know i think if you're a quarterback needy team yeah so let me put it to you this way you you saw a lot more of baker mayfield you know than you did kyler murray you know we saw one season of kyler murray we just saw Baker Mayfield have a very successful, you know, rookie season. We saw him go number 1 overall in the draft. Were you more confident that Baker Mayfield, you know, could be a quality NFL quarterback than you are in Kyler Murray's ability to do that or or do, do you pretty much see the same thing? I would say that I was more confident in Mayfield um, because he had, you know, just a little bit, uh, you know, little, a, a little bit better size, a little bit. He seems a bit more uh, durable just based on his build. Um, you know, the other thing about it too is that Mayfield. I, it's kind of funny. I, I joke that he really kind of interviewed his way to that number one pick. He's just a guy who um, does so much in a certain, uh, in a certain sense, by force of personality. Uh, and you know, Murray is obviously, is obviously very competitive. He's not, he's certainly not a problem in the locker room and nothing like that, but he's also not quite the dynamic personality, at least from what I can tell that uh, Mayfield is. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I find Murray's entrance into the NFL draft at his size with what he accomplished over the last year, you know, at Oklahoma, with the uh, the baseball situation, you know, hanging over him, I find his whole situation to be one of the most interesting stories that I've seen come into the NFL draft in quite some time. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, you put on top of that that, you know, honestly, the NFL isn't particularly good at, uh, you know, kind of dealing with uh, these uh, curveballs, pardon the pun. But, you know, that that Murray is a different kind of, uh, you know, prospect than they're used to seeing. Uh, you know, how, how do scouts process and handle that? Um, I don't know. I've, I've never really thought that the NFL has has been particularly good when it comes to picking up on the pace of innovation. Um so, you know, I, again, you know, it, it could also be a matter, too, of finding the right team that will could, that could harness what what it is that Murray brings to the table, as opposed to trying to, you know, kind of follow a, a very familiar playbook with him. 
So I wasn't going to ask you this quite yet, but you sort of led into it. The The Giants have the number six overall pick in the draft. They have an older general manager, more of a traditional general manager in, in Dave Gettleman. They have Pat Shermer as head coach, and Shermer's got a reputation as a bit of a quarterback whisperer, a guy who's worked with a lot of different types of quarterbacks. He's had success, you know, with number one draft picks like Donovan McNabb, you know, and he's had success with undrafted guys like Case Keenum. Sitting at six, the Giants, is that is that a team where you could see Murray succeeding? And is that too early in your mind for someone to choose Kyler Murray in the draft? Yeah, you know, not being an expert necessarily in the NFL draft, that's a hard question for you to ask in terms of your answer, pardon me, in terms of it being too early. Um, you know, there, there clearly there is a, a high risk reward, uh, you know, kind of uh, possibility here. Um, I the one thing that uh, would give me confidence about the Giants taking him is that I, I think a lot of Shermer uh, and his ability, as you mentioned, to groom and develop quarterbacks. So uh, from that standpoint, it seems to me like uh, that might that would be a pretty good situation for him. And on top of that, they've got a you know a solid kind of young nucleus of receivers there in New York, um, guys who can get down the field, which is really where uh, you know Murray kind of thrives in, in throwing that deep ball. So yeah, I mean, I I think that it it would be you know I mean, it's hard to tell anymore what the, where necessarily where the value falls with with different picks, but uh, I guess to put it the best way I can, the situation in New York seems like a solid one for uh, for Murray. So where does when we think about Kyler Murray, where does baseball fit into this whole situation? How good of a baseball prospect is he in your mind? And and is he serious about baseball, or is he perhaps just using it for some leverage at this point? Yeah, I mean, clearly, football is Kyler Murray's first love. I tried to explain this to people last year when they were talking about, oh, well, if he goes back to Oklahoma or goes to play for another year in college, you know, while he's signed by the A's, is his head going to be into it? Is he going to check? And I was thinking, you know, he's not going back to Oklahoma unless he wants to play football. I mean, that's, that is his, clearly his first love. Anybody who knows him will tell you that. Uh, on, t- on the other hand though, you know, he has a chance in, in baseball. I think, you know, the, the way it's kind of being pitched is, you know, to be a real kind of rainmaker, you know, a, a guy who, uh, you know, can get, uh, you know, kind of from a marketing standpoint, you know, American kids back kind of, especially minorities back into, uh, you know, back into kind of the swing of things with baseball. But, uh, you know, he's, he likes football better. I don't, you know, it's a, it's a tough, it's a tough call. I mean, to me, you know, I, I'm not sure how much, you know, you'd have to pay me to play NFL football just for the toll that it takes on your body. Uh, you don't get that with baseball, of course. But it's one of those things, too, where some guys just love it. And if that's the way it is, you can't – I mean, it's hard to tell them, okay, well, you know, give up your dream of playing pro football and go go play baseball. It's just – I mean, I don't, I don't think it's just a leverage play. I think that – you know the potential's out there that he might go might go do that. Um, 
a lot of it might depend too on the feedback that he's about to get from uh, you know kind of NFL uh, scouts and whatnot as he uh, prepares for the draft. So you know we've seen guys do you know at least for short periods of time we've seen guys do both. I don't believe that a guy who wants to play quarterback in the NFL can do both. Would you agree with me on that? Yeah, it's it's impossible. So let's let's say that he does choose football, and this will be the, the the last question for you. In the end, a few years down the road, do you see Kyler Murray as a successful NFL quarterback? I mean, just look in your crystal ball and tell me if you think he makes it. Well, I, I guess my knee-jerk response to that question is no, but that's just because so few NFL quarterbacks actually make it, if that makes sense. I mean, that would just be me kind of playing the numbers. It's not necessarily uh, a reflection of how I feel about Murray as a, as a prospect. Uh, I'm still not entirely sure, like, like I mentioned before, that the NFL is ready to make the best use of his talents. Um but, you know, I mean, it's not really so much a, a matter of, of whether or not Murray can do it as it's just hard to find the right situation for a quarterback anymore uh, in the NFL to, to really thrive. You're just you, it's just you're not seeing it that often. At least it, it's more of kind of a crapshoot in terms of who that quarterback will be. It's interesting because I think you're so right in the sense that so much depends on on where guys land. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. So, Alan, hey, I really do appreciate your spending a few minutes with uh, with us. Thank you for dropping some some Kyler Murray knowledge on us. Thank you for being honest about how you how you feel about Murray. We uh, and and I hope we uh, we get a chance to talk to you again. You know, if uh, if Murray lands with the Giants, we'll uh, we'll reach out to you again. All right, I'd be my, it would be my pleasure. Thanks so much for having me, Ed. Bye bye. Okay, our thanks to Alan Kenny for spending some time with us, dropping some knowledge on us regarding Kyler Murray about his NFL draft prospects and his potential fit with the New York Giants. Quickly, let's get to my NFC and AFC championship game predictions. In the NFC, Saints versus Rams, I really have no trepidation in this case in picking the New Orleans Saints to win this game in advance to the Super Bowl I, I just think that the Saints at home with Drew Brees, with Sean Payton, I think the Saints at home are a pretty solid bet to win this game, not discounting the Los Angeles Rams at all. I just think this is uh, this is the Saints' time to uh, to make one last run to the Super Bowl in the a- with Drew Brees in the AFC. I will take. The homestanding and favored Kansas City Chiefs to win this game, but I will do so with great trepidation. I always have a tough time picking against the New England Patriots. And with Andy Reid's history of playoff failures, that gives me some pause. But I think that that time has to catch up to the Patriots eventually. And I think that this is a you know a potential spot where you could see the young guns with Patrick Mahomes with that high flying offense in Kansas City. I think this could be a time where you see you know something different, something unusual you know happen in the AFC. 
And I think uh, a Super Bowl matchup, you know, between Patrick Mahomes and Drew Brees would be an entertaining one. That's what I'm going to go with at this point, Giants fans. I think that we will wind up with a Chiefs-Saints Super Bowl. And, uh, you know, we'll see if I'm right. All right, with that said, I think that'll be our show for today. Thank you, as always, for listening. Make sure you check out BigBlueView.com. Check us out on Facebook. Follow Big Blue View on Twitter. Check us out on Instagram at Big underscore Blue underscore View. Thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you again soon. Bye-bye. Hi, I'm Karis Fisher. I want to tell you about another podcast you should check out. It's called Recode Decode. Every week, I talk to tech and media's key players about how they're changing our world. I interview tech executives like Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg, political figures like Hillary Clinton, and media personalities like John Carreyou, who literally wrote the book on Theranos. Once again, the name of the show is Recode Decode, hosted by me, Kara Swisher. You can find it on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to the show. See you there. From data privacy to the future of TV, retail media, and beyond, the world of digital marketing is constantly in flux. So how can you keep up? Well, the current report is there for you. Each week, marketing leaders on the cutting edge give you the latest insight. So if it's creating a buzz, they'll be talking about it. Subscribe to The Current Report wherever you get your podcasts. Claude 3 from Anthropic is your one-stop shop for enterprise AI. With models at every point of the price performance curve, you no longer have to make trade-offs between intelligence, speed, and cost. Claude 3 Opus sets new industry benchmarks for intelligence. Sonnet strikes the perfect balance between skill and speed. And Haiku is the fastest and lowest cost model on the market, perfectly designed for high-volume, high-speed use cases. Join the thousands of enterprises who use Anthropic to navigate this new frontier. Visit anthropic.com slash Claude, C-L-A-U-D-E, today. Jumpstart your genius with Claude 3 by Anthropic.